welcome to Enlightened, the enlightened journey of life. I am your host, Jen Hamilton, and it is an honor to have you here. I am a conscious life coach and women's empowerment mentor, and I activate a potent level of self and soul inquiry with my clients, which initiates deep and lasting transformation in all areas of their lives. I am here for the full human experience, authentically and audaciously sharing my magic with the world. On this podcast, we're all about mastering life on the way to enlightenment. And as we are here having a human experience, we might as well embrace it all. We play in the space of what is real and tangible, just as much as we play in the space of esoteric and metaphysical. You'll be ignited by deep conversation, whether through my own personal musings, interviews with incredible thought leaders around the world and everyday divine humans sharing their soulful stories. Thank you for being on this journey. Let's dive in. Welcome, welcome, welcome to beautiful Ash Louise. My gosh, thank you so much for joining me. I'm Pleasure. so excited to have a conversation because you and I, well, you and I have known each other for a little while now um, in this lifetime. It mm-hmm. feels like we are definitely kindred souls. And very excitingly, um, recently we've launched Goddess Retreats, which um, we're facilitating together. And I wanted to share just some of the magic that you'll be bringing forward and just to give um, you know our audience, our listeners, a bit of an understanding about what's involved in some of the things that we'll be doing. Now, mm. obviously, your area of expertise is ice bars and breath work. And I really just want to dive into ice bars today. And I would love for you just to share, first of all, what got you in to doing ice bars? What is it that attracted you to um, being this, I don't know, psychopathic way of being that you would want to get into perfectly good water with a bag of ice? Um, What does it do for you? All of the things. So I will hand it over to you, beautiful soul. Tell us all about it. Beautiful. Lovely. Okay. So I have to say ice bars aren't something that I came across voluntarily. My passion has been um, and continues to be in addition to ice baths is breathwork. So when I wanted to further my uh, my study and my education around breathwork, the course that I found was actually combined with ice bath facilitation as well. And so that really pushed my edge. And I went in to the training originally thinking ice baths aren't for me. This is not my cup of tea. I have a massive aversion to anything cold. You can ask my mum. Would not touch the ocean with a 10-foot pole. Uh, Still am slightly resistant to it, to be completely honest. Um, But when I started doing it, I just, I absolutely fell in love with it. It was definitely an edge to start with. But once I understood the benefits for myself personally, not just from what the facilitator was saying were the benefits, but myself actually getting in the ice and understanding how my my body responded to it and actually what happened, I realized, wow, this is an incredible teacher. This is an incredible healer. And just what a brilliant method to be able to tap into whenever you want to, you know, get the benefit from it. So, um, there are many, many benefits to breathwork, uh, ice baths, apologies, and breathwork, um, but ice baths. You can read so much in relation to weight loss, in relation to um, improving and 
keeping at bay depression, uh, stress relief, um, anxiety assistance, ability to sleep better, um, you know, your whole body nervous system. There's just so much and you can read about the science behind it. I'm happy to share links, but I'll be very honest that the science behind it is not my expertise. It's not where my passion sits or lies, even though I know it and I can share that with you. I leave that to the scientists and the people who do the experiments. Um, but what really I would love to share with you is how ice baths have impacted me. So like I said, there's all the study, but for me personally, what I have found is it impacts my mental resilience and it will impact everybody's mental resilience because what you're doing is you're voluntarily getting in a bath full of ice. Now that's not something we do on the day to day and why would you? But essentially what's happening is you are consciously putting yourself in a state of stress. So your body is releasing adrenaline and when your body re uh, releases adrenaline, essentially your body goes into like a flight fight type response. Okay. And there are many ways in which this happens throughout our lives. You could be driving a car, someone cuts you off, you're immediately flooded with adrenaline. Okay. Um, your partner and you may be having an argument, you and anybody may be having an argument and you go into that same state. And I don't know about you, but for a lot of my life, when I would be put in situations like that, I found it really hard to come back to center and come back to self. And I would find that, um, someone said this to me about 10 years ago, um, an incredible man. Um, he explained to me that when your emotion goes up, your intelligence comes down. And that was something that sat with me. And I've thought on that for years and years and years. And I've thought when your emotion goes up, your intelligence goes down and think about it. You know, when you get into a rage or, um, you're in an argument with someone and they're trying to say to you, you know, when was the last time this happened? And you, you're trying to search in your memory bank and you're going, I don't know. I, I can't remember. And yet outside of the argument, once your emotions have come down, you remember those things like that. So that was always playing in the back of my mind. And what is so incredible about the ice baths is when you put yourself in a state of stress, and then you combine it with the power of breathwork. Now I'm not talking holotropic emotional release breathwork, definitely not. I'm talking about breathwork where you can become conscious and present in your body, where you can control how you're breathing to actually show your body that you're in a state of safety, even though it thinks the whole world is coming to an end, which it does when you get into a bath of ice, ultimately. Um, so what I'll do is at our event, I will actually teach you a number of biohacking tools um, that will help you tell your body in a way without having to control your mind, um, you know, without having to say to yourself, you're safe, you're safe, you're safe, you're safe. There's only so much of that you can do. But with these biohacking tools, you can get into the ice and actually make yourself feel safe. And in doing that, you increase your resilience to stress. And over time, you'll find that when you're in a car and someone cuts you off or you're in an argument with your partner and they, you know, trigger you like they like they're meant to, you know, um, or if you're triggered at any situation in life and you feel your emotion going up and your intelligence coming down, you can use these same biohacking tools to essentially bring yourself 
back into your body, back into a current and present state and respond from a place of intelligence. So when I first met my partner, he'll tell you he thought I was this beautiful, mindful, calm character. And when we would get in heated arguments, I would just snap and go off the handle and he would be like, what is happening? And this was pre-ice baths. And then I've now done all the ice bath work and he, he can attest to that. I am such a different person now when we have arguments because I've done that training. The ice bars are the training ground. You know, you don't want to get in a car and start cutting people off to start testing your, your uh, ability to stress. And you don't want to be picking fights with your partner or anybody to simula uh, simulate that experience. But an ice bath, you can. So you get into it. And you biohack your system. And in that, your body learns, your mind learns that it's actually safe. And then in the conversations now with my partner, instead of flying off the handle, I can actually in those moments without even really thinking about it, come back into center, take a breath, do my biohacking and come from a place of mature conversation. And it's just... I mean, that can be applied in so many different areas. It doesn't have to be driving a car, you know, or arguments with a partner that can apply to any area of stress within your life. So that's, that's really my passion around ice baths. And I think it's really important for women as well. Um, that's probably where my real passion comes from because for years we've been taught to not get angry, you know, not to release all these emotions. And so we haven't had that practice. You know, we haven't had many experiences where we get quite ragey or, um, you know, stressed verbally. And for me to be able to have a ground where I can practice that, I'm not saying I get in the bath and have an argument with someone, but they, they um, interplay, you know. So I now find that when I'm in a state that is used to be very overwhelming for my system, I'm now able to bring it back and bring it back to center and approach it from a place of calm as opposed to disassociating which is what I used to do so um yeah long-winded answer beautiful <laughs> amazing thank you so much for sharing all of that um mm. I'd love to hear from you as well because I know that obviously you're over in Bali doing your facilitator training I'd love yes. to hear what that um, experience was like for you um what does it what does it mean to be a facilitator of ice bars um mm. and I'd love for you to speak into any I guess sort of contraindications that people might be like oh well I've got this issue that my doctor said I can't do this or um I'm scared of that what about this I'd love for you to speak into all of those things. Totally. Okay. So firstly, the experience itself was incredible. I did ice baths every day for about three weeks. Um, at the very end, we did a 10-minute ice bath, and I can tell you right now that does not bring me joy. <laughs> I won't be doing that again. But that is part of it. That's part of, you know, doing ice baths. Is, and part of um, doing it is understanding that, you want to get in a body of water that is cold, that makes your mind say, hey, I want to get out of this. This is not comfortable for me. But at the same time, you know you're safe. So getting toward that 10-minute mark, I no longer felt safe. And that's another beautiful thing about this is you start to really listen to your body and listening to say, that's enough for me. It's not about how long you can stay in the ice bath or how cold the water is. It's about getting in it and being able to listen to your core calm yourself and then if you feel safe enough to continue then you do but if not then go that's okay and get out 
So um, mm. when you do it, it is it is good to time it, but not time it and watch it as a goal. You know, you're not getting in the ice to say, I want to go and do a two-minute ice bath. That's that's not the point of it. You know, it's about coming in and being present with yourself. So, um, yeah, incredible experience. Your second question there as to what it is to be a facilitator of ice baths. So I think I'd love to answer this question as a whole in what it is to be a facilitator as opposed to just a facilitator of ice baths. Mm. I absolutely love being a facilitator because I have such joy in holding a safe space and a safe container for people to do their own healing. So I'm not going to be the person that heals you or fixes you. I'm not going to be the person that jumps in the ice with you. I'm going to be the person that stands there and, you know, one, make sure that it's done safely so that you don't have to worry about that so that you can be in the ice and you can be present. I'm going to make sure that you understand the process so that you feel safe before you even get in it. And then I'm going to set a safe container with instructions and, you know, contraindications so that you can be in the ice and know that everything, everything else is taken care of essentially. Okay. So you can do ice bars. They can be fun. They can be serious. They can be emotion provoking. They can be a connection activity. They can be done in so many different ways. And it just depends as to, um, what style of event or what, uh, outcome you'd like from the ice bath, um, in the way that you do that. But essentially my job is just there to make sure that you feel safe that you are safe. Um, I won't be pushing anybody within this. I won't be saying anyone has to do a certain length of time. It's up to you and your body and what feels good. Um, I will talk you through it all obviously during the event. And, you know, if you're doing an ice bath in your own time, you can do it for as long as feels good for you. But while I'm facilitating the event, I would much rather you have a smaller experience that doesn't traumatize you and we increase the duration or the temperature or whatever it is for you, as opposed to just throw you in. You know, if you need to start with just putting your feet in, that's okay. If you need to start with 30 seconds, that's okay. But that is part of being a facilitator and being able to read what the room needs, be able to read what people need and be able to not push people past what they feel is comfortable, but also allowing them to take responsibility for themselves and you know, do the work that is this work, you know, ice baths aren't easy. <laughs> They're cold, you know, and, and it does, it, it can be quite triggering. So uh, being a facilitator is a very honored experience. And uh, yeah, I just, I love it. The contraindications. So there are a couple, um, I can go through them in detail. Essentially, anyone that suffers from Raynaud's, I would not suggest that you do this. Um, again, completely up to you what you do. I don't like to limit anybody or say that nobody can do anything. Um, that is on you. However, there are certain conditions like Raynaud's, if you have a heart condition already, um, where I wouldn't suggest that this is maybe something for you unless you've seen a physician first and they've A-OK'd you. Okay, so the way that we do it, it's very short. Um, you're not in sub freezing temperatures. I'm not throwing you in the middle of the Arctic. Um, <laughs> the ice baths are still above freezing 
So yeah, it's going to be uncomfortable if you do have any pre-existing health conditions that you feel um, could be an issue. I would absolutely love if you can come to me about them. Um, it, it's every case by case, but essentially there isn't, I shouldn't say there isn't a great deal that can happen because there are risks to a lot of things in life, but they are minimal with ice baths and ice work and that's why I would love to be able to talk to people individually. Um, in saying that, though, I know people that have Renards that do do ice baths, you know, but they understand their own body. They understand their limitations and they've spoken to doctors. So it's not to say that you can't. It's just to make sure that you go about it the right way. Um, and that's a conversation we can have beforehand. Um, you can – there. I'll go through this on the day without completely railroading this um, – podcast but essentially once you get cold the cold blood in your extremities will then once you hop out will then merge with the warm blood uh, within your body so essentially what will happen is when you jump in an ice bath all your warm blood comes to your core because it wants to keep your core organs safe right so the blood in your extremities will go cold and what you need to be mindful is when you get out is making sure that you keep active, you keep that blood moving, you don't heat up too fast because when the um, cold blood and the warm blood come together, that's when we can have issues. So you want to be warming yourself up slowly. You want to put on another layer of clothing. You want to go and stand in the sun. You want to do some um, Wim Hof style movement okay something that gets your your core muscles warming up as opposed to going and jumping in a pool because that will instantly warm your body up and that's not what we want to be doing um, you can stand by a fire you can rotate that way but i guess coming out the end of it you want to warm up but not too fast um, and then listen to the body as well so yeah, I hope that answered that. There is a lot more that I can speak to the safety of that. Again, I'd love to just chat to everybody individually because it could go on and I'm not a medical professional. I don't claim to be, um, but we can definitely have those chats if anyone's got any concerns. That's such amazing information. And I love what you said actually about not having a specific time goal involved in it. Um, the last time I did an ice bath was at a, a day retreat actually. Um, and it was goal-based for me. And it was like, not only am I going to hit my goal, but I'm going to get in and I'm going to do a second round. And there was only, I think one other person that did a second round. I'm like, this time we're going to get to five minutes instead of two minutes. Um, but I guess in those sort of situations that I was very goal orientated. Um, so it's actually really beautiful to know that, um, it's not, not everything is a competition. <laughs> no. And um, look, it can be, so it can be though. I, yeah. If you want it to be, you can be, but I've, I, I like to think that if anyone hasn't done it before, then don't make it a competition. It's not what it's about, you know, but if you have done them multiple yeah. times and you yeah, want it to I be think, that, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I've done it another time. A friend of mine actually runs them. Um, he's a health practitioner um, and he has a freezer that he has on all the time. And I've jumped into that before. And that was more about like, just sort of see how you go with it. Uh, when I went back for this other one though, like this was more recently, a few months ago, um, it was very much about um, yeah, coming into just the mindset of what my mind was doing, what my body was doing, the story that I was mm -hmm. telling myself, 
Um, and I, I did enjoy the challenge as well. And from there, I then further set myself a challenge for 30 days afterwards to do a cold shower every day or end my shower with cold, not the whole shower was cold. Um, which I did do, even though every day I wanted to talk myself out of it or find the excuse. I just noticed that I had awareness that that story was there and I still managed to push through it. Um, when I That's did it. do this, they said that like they recommended prior to doing the ice baths that we sort of practice with cold showers leading up to it. Is that something that you would recommend for people that are, you know, considering either doing an ice bath or obviously coming to one of our amazing events? Look, it depends because everybody has a different experience around the cold. And some people have actually been traumatized by the cold in the past. I know before I went to do my first ice bath, I had a, mas a massive emotional release. I had a massive big cry because what the cold actually means for me on an emotional level from childhood and all of these things, it was a real edge for me and everybody is different. So if, um, if having cold showers beforehand is something that resonates with you, by all means, give it a go. I personally didn't start with cold showers, can't stand them. Uh, I would rather jump in a bucket of ice. The, the reason behind that being is... I'm exactly the, the same. I would rather an ice bath over a cold shower any day. 100%. There's two main reasons to that. Okay, so the first one being when you're in cold water, your body kind of creates this warm layer around you. I don't know if you've ever noticed it, but when you're in a pool, um, if you stop moving, it actually just gets a little bit warmer and that's your body sending out heat to kind of protect your skin. So if you really want to challenge yourself in an ice bath, keep moving and it won't happen and it will be even colder. But when you're in a cold shower, the water is constantly moving on you. So you can't create that layer. So it's actually colder. The second thing there is the emergency point within a human body is the back of the neck. So if you go throwing freezing cold water on the back of your neck, which is normally what happens when you're standing in a shower, your body thinks, oh no, we're drowning. So it will go into higher states of flat and fight than if you were just to get in an ice bath, say up to here. Again, if you want to challenge yourself in your, when you are in an ice bath, fully submerge. I don't suggest putting your head under unless you're an experienced ice bath, ice bather experienced with ice baths um but <laughs> it's the back of the neck so if you're jumping in cold water in the shower maybe avoid that part if you can look it's it's definitely not going to um, hinder you by any means if you want to try it out give it a go but like you said i would much rather get in a bucket of ice <laughs> icy water than a cold shower but it also too does have its benefits um, there's so many studies out there that show 11 minutes of cold exposure a week just what that can do for your system and not everyone has a bathtub not everyone has ice lying around so if you want to do um, cold showers every day and gain the benefit, go for it. Highly recommend. Um, but it's not something that I feel you need to do before um, our event, I don't feel. Amazing. So no doubt there would be people out there that are, you know, obviously either coming to the event, wanting to come to the event on the fence about it or coming to the next one. Um, but the mind, they might have the mindset of, um, oh gosh, I could never do that ice bath thing or um, I hate the cold, I'm not doing it. And they're already sort of putting that in their mind already. Mm. What is it that you would say to that? I love that question because it's so true. <laughs> Look, 
what you tell your mind you can and can't do is what you can and can't do. It's as simple as that. There's nobody else that exists within your body except you. And the power of the mind is so incredibly important. If you're finding resistance to it already, maybe push that edge. Maybe say, maybe question that edge, I should say, and question why you've got resistance to it. And the resistance that comes up, is it a belief that someone's given you? Is it your own belief? Is it based on something that's actually happened to you in the past? And is getting in this ice bath the same as the event that happened to you in the past? Or is it just something that's possibly going to trigger you around feelings of what happened in the past? I'd, I'd ask you to explore that, question it. But at the same time, this event is not about ice baths. Yes, it's part of it, but this event is about so much more than that. And you don't have to do anything that you don't want to do it, anywhere in life, whether it's this event or, you know, your every day. You do what feels comfortable to you. If there is 90% of this event that appeals to you and ice isn't one of them, don't do it. We're not going to say that you have to, you know, you're welcome to come along and watch other people do it and be like, you crazy and have a great time, you know, having, <laughs> having a dance, having a boogie, you know, watching everybody else do their crazy thing. You don't have to participate or jump on in and stand in the water, you know, push an edge that way. You don't have yeah. to fully, fully get in. It's, it's your life, you know, um, it, you can come and experience all the other magical benefits that will be from this day. And ice does not have to be one of them. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Is there any other wisdom, advice or musings that you would like to impart on our amazing listeners around ice baths? I would love to say that my mum always used to say to me, try something before you buy it. And I think the same applies. Don't discredit, discount ice baths before you actually try them with someone who knows how to take you through it. So getting in an ice bath on your own is one thing. Getting in an ice bath in a group with um, a facilitator who knows what they're doing, knows how to hold you through it, knows how to create a safe space, has done it in the past before. It's a completely different experience, you know, and um, yeah, I would just, I would just say, don't, don't judge it before you try it. So Yes, I love it. I am so, 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 so excited for our events. I'm so excited to be partnered with you to do them. Thank you so much, Ashley Louise. I will obviously link to all of your website, all of our retreat information in the show notes. Thank you so much. And we will see you guys at our events. Thanks, Ash. Fantastic. Thanks, Jen. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I hope you love the Enlightened Podcast and the biggest compliment you can give me is subscribing to this podcast, sharing it and leaving a rating and review. Feel free to follow me on Instagram. My handle is at Jen Hamilton Official and the podcast handle is Enlightened underscore podcast. You can also find the video version on YouTube on my channel. Just search Enlightened and don't forget to hit subscribe. Have a beautiful day and enjoy living the enlightened journey of life.